Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. Double Deuce. We're here with the Deuce with special guest for Father's Day, my father, Rick Averill. I am your father, Will. I am your father. <laughs> welcome, Dad. Welcome uh, welcome aboard. Well, it was one of the proudest days of my life, becoming a father. Aw. What was yeah, the other proudest day? Uh, becoming a father again. Okay. Yeah, that tracks. That tracks. Yeah, you got to keep, you know, you got to keep on that. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it was pretty fun. But I was particularly proud of you because uh, Dr. Buck did not want me in that room, the delivery room. I was the first Lamaze class in Lawrence, Kansas, and the doctor did not want anything to do with Lamaze or anybody like that. And he found me to be horribly annoying and kept kind of pushing me out of the way and moving and backing me off and i'd be telling your mom breathe breathe and she'd be saying shut the fuck up and give me more medicine breathe 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 and dr buck would say move out of the way move out of the way and then you were born and you squalled and the very first thing you did was you let out the biggest stream of pee right all over dr buck and i was never so proud (laughs) oh man you know and that's a hard one that's a hard bar to live up to i feel like uh, you know that's yeah yeah, good stream of urine on the old uh, sexist, misogynist doc. You know, I, I don't want to be the one to say this, but you were a little unkempt when you came out. Oh, oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. That's, but, uh, you were, but, but you were funny. Uh, for, and for, you were not obnoxious to me, but you might have been obnoxious to the doctor. Dear listeners, what what uh, Mr. Averill is referring to here, Averill the Elder is referring to, is a, a random Facebook uh, comment saying that that uh, I'm unkempt and obnoxious, uh, unlike my parents who are cornerstones of Lawrence. Uh, and well, I'm also, in fact there not was funny. the implication the implication that unkempt and obnoxious do not make you funny. Those are yeah. not the as though you had a formula to be funny. Right, being unkempt and obnoxious, yeah. Right, well, and, and I would just like to point to Jack Black as an example of the fact that unkempt and obnoxious is hilarious, uh, yeah. if not correctly. Yeah, yeah. If these it, things it, can it, coexist. Right, right. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks for thanks for bringing that one up. It's it doesn't sting anymore. Um, I I, I got over it. Um, really pretty quickly, like maybe ten seconds after I read it and laughed. Um, but you know, a lot of people told me it's nice to have haters. So I'm kind of going with that vibe. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Wasn't it, uh, the, the worst thing of, is about the worst thing is to have no one talking about you. The best, worst thing is it's terrible to have somebody talk about you, but the worst thing is to not have anyone talk about you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Hey, you had a, you had an interaction and this is pre social media. So this was all done by, by letters. You had an interaction with a, with an irritated, uh, Pundit, uh, they're like, did they like uh, write in an editorial into the newspaper? Did they no, no, address yeah, wrote, write you directly? Wrote, ironically, he wrote to the head, to the basically the president of Rick Averill Players at Apple Valley Farm Theater. He wrote to the director of the Apple Valley Farm was? Theater. <laughs> he had no idea who that was, and he complained about the banjo playing Rube, who. Uh, consistently thought that the funniest thing in the world was to go on a long string of lawyer jokes. I, at the time, had 
probably nigh on to 25 or 30 lawyer jokes. You did like and, lawyer jokes. Oh, oh, man. And they just were flying. The, you know, and I was wearing it was a particular. Sounds show like this I, guy might have been a lawyer. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think you're catching on. And and uh, I was wearing, of course, uh, I was playing a, a sleazy agent. And I was wearing these wonderful shark skin. Uh, no, no. I, I, what were they? Yeah, yeah, no, snakeskin, snakeskin uh, boots, uh, a genuine snakeskin boots that I bought for uh, uh, for the show to be this sleazy character. And every time I walked out with the uh, with the snakeskin boots, I said, you know, ten thousand lawyers died to make these boots. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, can you give us a brief sort of rundown of the exchange? Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. so, so he wrote me. He told me about the banjo playing room, and I wrote him back. And I said, "Oh, I am so sorry. We, you know, we cannot, we we cannot uh, tolerate this kind of thing. I will have a really serious talk with him." I said, "I got to tell you, he's uh, he's kind of been with the organization for a long time and uh, calls his own shots a lot. And he's kind of a little bit difficult to work with. So um, <laughs> I'll, I'll do my best, and I'll let him know that uh, that your uh, the, the the jokes offended him, um, and uh, we'll see what we can do. Okay, uh, and we'd love to give you comps to come back again to see it some other time." Uh, and then I waited a week, and then the next week I wrote, and I said, I am so sorry. It appears that those lawyer jokes are actually continuing. And in fact, it seems that the banjo playing rube has kind of doubled down and is, is not only uh, telling people about the jokes, but is also discussing the letter that you wrote. Uh, gee, I hope you're not going to consider taking any action against our company. Uh, he's one of our funniest performers, and lots of people really enjoy what he does. So I hate to cut him off too much, but I'll buy you a fried chicken dinner if you come out. And uh, it finally, you know, it kept going like that for about three weeks and he never wrote again. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love the fact that it was all in letter form, too. And they're all in the scrapbooks. Mom's got them somewhere. She kept that shit. She's got receipts. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I just told him I, I had an employee I could not work with and I, and I just didn't have the capacity to fire him because he brought in too much of the crowd, you know? Yeah. So, there you better, go. But I, you know, naturally, of course, I probably did home uh, cut down the number of lawyer jokes just a little bit after that. But I kept them going for a while. And all the lawyers that I knew that have a sense of humor, which is most lawyers I know, and if they worked for me, they had to have a sense of humor. Um, you know, all those lawyers thought it was funnier than hell. You know, right. come, come, comes with the territory. Right. They had pretty, pretty thick skins about it. So yeah, you just picked the the wrong lawyer on the wrong day. Boy, yeah. I, wonder, yeah. I wonder if that guy's still around. That'd be interesting to find out. It would be. He didn't like be. end up becoming anything, did he? No, no. Although, uh, I like the name, admit. like all of a sudden, you didn't see like something in the paper about that dude being a judge or something. Now, I know that'd be scary. <laughs> I did call uh, uh, at the National Association of uh, Treasurers of States. Uh, at which Joan Finney was uh, attending a show at Apple Valley. <clears throat> the whole, all the state treasurers came out to watch Apple Valley. And I announced in front of all the national state treasurers, I introduced her as the next governor of the state of Kansas. And she was. Hey, so there you go. I'm like, a, I'm like a governor maker, like a king maker, mm -hmm. only it's a governor maker. Nice. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you know, what? King of Kansas. Kinda, that skipped a generation, though, because we had a state treasurer candidate on this show not too long ago, and he didn't get reelected. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah we really yeah. fucked that one up. That was not fortunate. Yeah. That he was ended sad. That guy's I was rooting career. for him. 
He was really like, I don't think, I, I think he had like a 20 year old, like campaign manager who was like, we got to get on a podcast, man. And mm-hmm. he's like, what's a podcast? It's like, come with me. We'll talk to these guys. And then it was just a shit show for him. He was, he was pretty game, but it was, mm-hmm. it was very obviously out of his element. I oh, think, yeah. I think of course he wanted to connect to the youth and with all of our educational content and also our extremely um, youthful vibe, like the yeah. youth, mm-hmm. that's a big portion of our listening audience. Yeah. Youth. We're, we're basically the TikTok of podcasting. Yes. It's like, is, is, um, is 30 to 50, the new youth. I mean, I think it depends on what <laughs> age person you're asking, but I mean, yeah, yeah, it absolutely mm-hmm. is. Forties yeah. is the new twenties. Yeah, yeah, forties is the new twenties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and fifty is the new thirty-five. I think twenties is the new sixty because they're kind of grouchy. Oh, oh, wow, we're getting into some generational stuff. We're getting into some yeah. generational stuff here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe a little bit. I but mean, then, you know, they are in a rough I'm, position. They're coming. They're coming into a raw deal. I know. Yeah, yeah. To say welcome. By the way, the world is probably going to overheat before you're. It's like good luck yeah. with this. It's got yeah. a lot of miles on it. Uh, yeah, nobody really takes seriously the fact that nuclear war might be bad thing if it actually started. Yeah. 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 And and you might get shot at school every day, but other than that, things are going pretty well. You know, I don't know about climate change, but I sure don't like the heat. Yeah. Well, I know, I know. You, you got <laughs> to remember. Connected. Though, you got to remember that we bought this property. Well, you know, it really wasn't ours to buy and purchase. And the original owners had the right idea because a long time ago when they took it over, it was an ocean. And yeah. then they, just, you know, over time realized, well, that was a fucked investment. And then they had to turn to farming and buffalo and shit. And now we're turning back to, you know, I don't know what, but uh, we may go back to have, we may be beachfront property before long. And I think it's a good investment. I can just imagine them you know, with surfing, surfing Perry. Yeah, yeah. I I well, feel like it'd be the I, lowlands. Actually, be the lowlands. You'd actually surf the car. In, in 1986, when you purchased your current home, I, I I'm really having a hard time imagining that your your foresight was this is going to be beachfront property someday. <laughs> well, I did think it might be a resort town. You know, it could yeah, be. A yeah, I mean. <laughs> I mean, where's the lowest place near here? The lowest place where we might actually collect a bit of ocean would probably be. Oh man, we might have to. Yeah, we got the Flint Hills to deal with too. They're going to be an awkward impediment. Yeah, just for the ocean yeah. to get around. It, it may lap up. It may kind of lap up through Coffeeville and slink up and and uh, curl around up and uh, that's what it'll do. It'll come up around the Marita Sand and the uh, and the, and the Wakarusa. Uh, so really the best place to surf and everything would be like, a, like you know, uh, out near Lone Star will just be like a, a not the, the uh, it'll be like a, it'll be like a part of the sea. And then that Mount Blue will be like a, an island. Okay. Yeah. So, so we'll be like, you know, above Mount Blue, we won't get wet down until the wetlands. Yeah. So we, we could have a boat dock down there. We'll have to work with everybody at Haskell, you know. Maybe we could all live on the rooftops of the highest buildings in Lawrence. So we'd all be up on like the eighth floor of the bank building downtown and the Orient and, uh, and have our own little ecosystem there. Or, or you know, maybe canals. We might be a canal city like Venice. Ooh. Oh, we do have, we have, I mean, we have Mount Orient. We have some high spots. 
So if yeah. we work real carefully about carving out some canals and stuff, yeah, I think, I think we could be, you know, the city on the hill, the wet city on the hill. I want yeah. to be like, which is it? Like one of those, uh, there's like a bigger European city that's got some, uh, some, some rivers running through it where people just like hop on the river and take it to work like in boats or they just like swim with their like, like a waterproof backpack with their work clothes and shit in it. And they carry their, their especially if you're feet. going one direction, like going you to, to carry where your, you carry you your go, you go on, you can just take head. the river going home though, like against the current and you like take the bus. Yeah, yeah, or the subway the, or whatever. It's too slow going against currents. I think there was something like that. It was like this in this perfect yeah. spot. Like someone's like, "Yeah, I live here. I just like hop in, and I don't even have to really swim. I just kind of ride the current down, and then I that hop out." Am- I, that might be like Amsterdam. Is that like Amsterdam? I think it was somewhere in that general zone. I can't remember exactly where it was though. That's all going to get pretty wet. There's a lot of lowlands over there. Yeah, it does get pretty wet in Amsterdam. I just I I can't wait till all the fucking bitching starts because if we get a canal system in Lawrence like people are going to complain about that shit it's going to be like like the Ninth Street water mill is going to freak everybody the fuck out they're going to be like no we don't want a water mill in our canal ways I mean first of all you know there won't be enough places to park oh yeah no that's definitely going to be a fact you're going to be circling canals in your canal boats like come on yeah 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 (laughs) <laughs> and I think we should have a license for our gondolier singers. And I'm not sure about. We got to talk about accordions, you know. Oh man, I don't. Is that accordion dude still around downtown? Because he was annoying everybody for a long time. Like I haven't seen him for a while. He might have got pressed on some charges because he was being kind of aggressive. Yeah, yeah. No one likes an aggressive accordion player. That's why I'm such a quiet accordion player. Yeah, quiet is the first thing I think of when I think of Rick Averill. Yeah, let alone an accordion. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that's my midlife crisis accordion, and you're the one who learned how to play it. I, I'm still a little upset about that. Yeah, I'm not sure what you're going to do with your midlife crisis now. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll get a triangle or some marimbas. Of course, you know, the way that you're talking about young people, I think your midlife, you'll probably be about, what, 82? Uh, the way I'm avoiding growing up, it sounds about right. Maybe yeah. I'll be tempted by then. Oh, you could, you could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kemp's Kemp Kemp noxious. <laughs> hey Nelson, I I, I feel yes. like um I I wanna I wanna engage you on this because you know you are a marketing genius. Like when when Lawrence moves over to Canal City, like. What do you think like the big selling points will be like? Can, is there a tagline that kind of sticks out to you or or sort of a, a like a vibe that we could go with? Like, you know, it used to be ah, Kansas and, you know, like explore Lawrence and and, you know, like like what would you think in terms of like marketing our, our new canal city? One second. OK, sure. You're writing notes. Uh, Nelson likes to write notes. But I'm back. also thinking about your question. OK, I can't, give, give me one second for the genius to strike. Oh, yeah. No, you can take as many genius seconds as you like, as long as it's less than. Okay. Here's what I think we do. Okay. We got kids who skateboard. We like even put some skateboarding stuff in our parks. Mm -hmm. Lots of people got canals. But do they got people who can grind their canal boats like skateboards along the edges of the canals? Because that's what we can do in Lawrence, Kansas. Ooh. Boat tricks. Yeah. Because our hills are tall too, so mm. 
there could be like really thrilling, dangerous runs of the of the uh, gondolas. Mm-hmm. You, can yeah. choose, you can choose a danger run. Our gond- our gondoliers can sing both uh, classic, you know, uh, Italian tunes and also like '90s local band tunes. Oh, I like that. I like that. They, you and they a- can also they can shred the boatnar on the on the canal side. Yeah. Exactly. So give me like any any canal situation that does that, and I will tell you, you're a fucking liar. It's one place, and that's Lawrence, Kansas. You need to get there and see this. Right. I know. I know. People are thinking that fo- football is reviving and all, but you know, suppose it doesn't. Just think of the stadium as a giant half pipe. <laughs> giant gondola half pipe well yeah. they say that like the coliseum used to have they used to stage naval battles in the coliseum yeah. so maybe we could do something like that uh well yeah with, and uh, of course the water will be accessible because remember we're only talking about this because the ocean has moved up and is already lapping at the feet of ottawa it's true it's it's one of the the rosier apocalyptic scenarios for us yeah yeah we're going to be this this mecca of just of, of pleasure and craziness and People are going to be want to come here because you know you can have a moment of sanity and all this if you come to Lawrence. Because we get and the dry, if we get the dry yeah. one, we're fucked. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like we somehow got away from the Father's Day theme a little bit here. Mm. Oh yeah, well, I'm sure we, I'm sure we'll write a lot of good fiction about fathers having to make hard choices out in the in the apocalyptic dry wasteland or also living in the canal and water world. Of, yeah. of the, the yeah. rosier apocalypse. I was sort of thinking it might be that we might we just want to start it as a heritage. You know, we might want to try to do the first gondola run pretty soon. You know, I mean, that'd be an honor of Father's Day. Maybe next Father's Day we'll see if we can push a gondola down the mountain we're in. It's true. I mean, uh, in a dad, dads are going to like to see canal boats. I like this. This is I've always loved the movie Zorba the Greek, and I saw it first at KU when I was a young college student uh, down at the Varsity Theater, and uh, when it was still a theater. Uh, and uh, I remember walking out singing Zorba the Greek song and wanting to build a giant sluice thing somewhere so that it could fall apart and my life could still be only uh, good because I could dance. Trajan had his column, and Rick Averill has his sluice. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much it'll be the Lawrence landmark that everybody doesn't know that they want yet. Yeah. 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 I yeah. love it. I love it. Hey, Dad, we're, we're starting to get a little low on time. But as it is Father's Day and a Father's Day theme, I'd really love to uh, you know get your like your perspective on things. I mean, you've been a father for a while now, you know, um, and you've had successes like me and you've had challenges like my sister. And, uh, yeah. you know, I, I just want to know, like, do you have any like wise words of, of, of fathering from your, 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 your lifetime, uh, of experience with it that you'd like to share well, with, uh, with our listening public? Just, you gotta always be there for your kids and the door is always open and there's nothing that either one of you could ever do that would make me love you any less than I love you from the moment that I met you. And again, um, I set the bar by pissing on the dock first thing. So really, you know, you were already like that. That was a that was already a low bar and a high bar at the same time. There you go. There you yeah. go. No, you got to love your children unconditionally and and be patient because things will change and will grow. And uh, and patience is real important. Patience and have faith, have faith in 
and you know and your kids that they'll they'll find the way they'll find the right way yeah and uh and just like i said just love and 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 have love and faith you know and then uh this thing happens too, uh, not to everybody, and 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 there are certainly other really wonderful ways to celebrate the love between parents and children. But uh, uh, grandchildren are certainly a delight, and watching you become such a fantastic father, and actually, you your fatherhood and uh, and uh, also the motherhood and fatherhood of uh, Eric and Trish um, uh, and of Jack uh, have taught me how to be a better parent. Uh, even as I watch you parent your children, I know I discover ways that I could have been a better parent when I was a parent, but also ways that I can continue to be a better parent and a grandparent by watching how you guys deal with your kids. So it's really cool because it's a it's a community that, you know, that learns you don't have the same anxiety as a grandparent that you do as a parent. And so you become both a better parent and a better grandparent. That's that was really sweet. Uh, yeah. Nelson, you're 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 a parent to two cats. Do you have any like parenting advice for folks who maybe, you know, aren't aren't fathering people, but fathering cats? I don't know. I mean, patience, man. Yeah. They, I mean, that they, works they, with- they're going to get into mischief sometimes. You got to be patient. Those times that you're mad at them, be patient with them. Yeah. Yeah. That tracks because mm-hmm. you're going to love them again in, in, in a minute or two. So. Yeah. Also, it's, mad at them. also, you can't explain your feelings to them. So they read for cats. So they read your anger in a different way that you can't then apologize for because they're like, no, I saw what you did. <laughs> that's that's true. In that way, it's harder. And I'm the hero here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that that's what everybody needs to know. Nelson, you're you're the you're the hero here. Uh, we've all learned a lot today, and I think we've all grown as people. I know I have. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's great. What did you guys do for your father's days? You didn't, we never got into that. Oh yeah. You know, I had lamb chops from uh mad Greek with my lovely wife. Um, I, I, I escaped from my wife and child and went to Kansas city and, uh, and, and, um, almost went to a dispensary, but then realized I didn't have any cash. And I was like, I don't really feel like going around to find cash. So instead I'll just get some barbecue. And then I went to like three different barbecue places and they all had lines out the door and around the block because every father in Kansas city, like lacking anything better to think of to do was probably like, Oh, let's just go get some barbecue. And so finally I went to Westport flea market because they have a really good burger there and they weren't super crowded. So I ate a burger. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> it worked out. It all worked out. And I got to see the space that we're doing the Kansas City Friends show. Oh, yeah. That reminds me. We need to plug our show. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. also reminds me. I just looked down when I wrote down a note that I have the note to do that. We had to move it to Friday, the 23rd of June. So yes. please join us at RPG. Yes. I, I think I might have corrected it on the post from last week, but please do nice. know. Uh, we'll apologies talk, for we'll the post about it here this week too. apologies for the uh, inconvenience on the dates. Uh, we, we were as surprised as you general public, yes. uh, but they are now, they are now locked in. We are now locked in for Friday. It's going to be the last last uh, for us at RPG, although they are having a party on the 30th of June. So get yes. out to ours, come see the show. And we'll of course have other live shows before yes. this whole thing's done. Yes, but we don't know where those will be yet because everywhere we love closes down. Yeah, and we've got like six months to figure it out now. So yeah, and, and also, since we don't usually figure it out till like the last few weeks, we got tons of time now to figure that out. <laughs> exactly. We'll start, we'll start scouting places that are struggling. 
Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's, let's get another heartbreak. Yeah, uh, hey, listeners, do you have a struggling business with a side room? Let us know. We, we will do a show there and help you on your way. <laughs> That's just bad. That's so bad. Uh, uh, double deuce, I guess. <laughs> See us live on Friday. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Sorry, lawyers. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thanks for listening. I don't know how you did, but if you're trying to listen to more, we're everywhere. Libsyn, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, fucking everywhere. That's right. Wherever fine podcasts are made, we'll be there. Also, you can reach out to us on social medias. We're at Double Deuce Pod on Twitter. We're at Double Deuce Podcast on Facebook. And our email is DoubleDeucePod at gmail.com. Finally, if you want to support us, get our Patreon on patreon.com backslash double deuce pod. Yeah, we got all kinds of stuff on there. We got me talking about things I'm seeing. We got extra minis, that, like the minis you find in the Decaduces. We got Will singing. Or if you want to pay for him not to sing, there is a way to pay for no singing. The world's your oyster. All kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. So much stuff. That's patreon.com backslash double deuce pod. Yeah! Yeah! Sorry, when you're like, wherever fine podcasts are found, I just kept thinking about that Tom Jones speech at the end of Grapes Wrath. It's like, whatever, there's a cop beating on a fine podcast. We'll be there. <laughs> Double deuce. Good episode.